That's no moon. Hello there. Normal service is resumed. I am Cockles. This is uh, That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast, episode 20... I want to say 24 because I didn't do it last time, but I can't remember. The reason I wasn't here last time is because I had a life and I had to move house, uh, so I apologise for that. However, I wasn't at LGT, so it kind of didn't really make uh, much of a difference for myself. Um, This week, uh, Tom and Ollie decided to bail because they slaughtered me for not being about and then yet do the same thing. Uh, It's it's pure like double standards. However, uh, the fill-in host that stood in last week, Andy Terrell, is here with me today. And a guest, and I'll introduce the guest in a second. Uh, stand-in host Andy Terrell, how are you doing? Yeah, I, obviously now hearing you talk about the intro, I've realised how much of it I missed last week, and only got the hello there part right. It's, you've got. I'll give you. So I, I, I'll give you a, a B grade because you did it at short notice. Uh, you didn't really prepare for it. Oh, mind nope. you, I don't. Mind you, I don't prepare either. So it's just a sort of natural flow of conversation and all that sort of stuff I was but you're very unprepared as chris will tell you if you ever ask him <laughs> it's fine it's fine it's all good it's all good but well done well done now you can go back and be in, in back to being the expert uh, uh for, for the show which is where your wheelhouse really is um but now we have a new guest and we expand our realm our, our country accumulation of guests from places that aren't the uk uh and this guest comes from the land of lego Possibly one of the greatest toys ever invented in the history of the universe. Rene, how are you doing? I'm really good. I was sure you were going to say one of the greatest countries, but uh, close. You almost got it right. I, I don't know if I did. I could say that because, to be fair, if I did, but if I said all those lovely things about Denmark, it gives that lovely Huga feeling that you guys get. Yes, 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 it does. So, uh, so yeah. can you give Huga for anyone who doesn't know? It's that happy, warm feeling that you get, isn't it? That sort of thing. Yeah, when you're with friends and just being cozy at home or together, right? Yeah, I, I always get hygge when I do a podcast and Ollie's not on. It's always good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. No, yeah. uh, uh, Ollie's doing. Ollie's got a new job, so he's training, and he's also feeling slightly under the weather. So he sends his apologies, uh, but that's just the way it is. Whereas I was moving house, I feel like that was a legit. I didn't have actually have any internet, so it's kind of like, what was I supposed to do? But there we go. Um, this week's show, uh, we will be talking about me extravaganza and the reveals that were revealed. I don't know how you learned that past tense now. The reveals that were revealed. Um, so the Wookiees, the droids, the Genotians, the Inquisitors, uh, and all of that. Um, as well as, obviously, Rene, you had recently the uh, Nordic event that went very well. And you were telling me that stories that, that Droidicas were doing well. And it made yep. me it made me get that happy warm feeling inside. Huga again. Um, so I want so we're going to talk about that. Uh, we'll also go on um, because we haven't we've neglected it a little bit because life um, events and finally the charity fantasy football thing. We'll give it a little update on that because someone who's never done anything about with fantasy football seems to be doing really well. So um, he gives it's all for charity, so it works out really well. Um, but first off, Patreon supporters. You know who you are. We love you. Thank you for your support. Uh, it goes a long way to help us produce what we're doing. As you would have seen, Tom's been pumping out a load of videos, among other things that he's been pumping, um, as well as the podcast coming out. Uh, it, yeah, it, it goes a long way to help us and can continue to do what we do with the sponsors and everything else like that. So 
to our awesome Patreon. Excuse me. <coughs> cool, tickling the throat there. To our awesome Patreon supporters, thank you very much. And if you want to know more about what we do and or support the show, uh, please go to patreon.com forward slash that's no moon uh, and you'll be able to find out more. Uh, and yeah, it, it's uh, every little helps as a supermarket once said. If you don't know, if you're not from the UK, that's going to mean nothing to you. But uh, yeah, that works. Um, thank you. Moving on. Um, so it, it's been a bit of a weird few weeks for me. Uh, I've I've been disconnected from the world of communication, uh, despite working for a communications company, um, and had no and no internet. And but I was able to keep in touch and see what was going on with Ministravaganza and see all the reveals. Some of them made me go. I uh, say some, nearly all of them made me go hell yeah and excited. What was before we go into? I wouldn't say the deep dive before we break down what was revealed. Uh, Rene, what was your? Just if you were to take an overall uh, think thing of Ministravaganza and go, this was good or this was bad. Were you overall happy or were you overall underwhelmed? Overwhelmed? What what would be the lasting impression? I was uh, very happily surprised with what they produced to us. I think we saw that they are still very much invested and they have a, a clear road of where they want to go. So I, I was very happy when the extravaganza was over. Uh, I think everybody could see that we have a very promising future in Legion. So that was what made gave me some hooky feeling inside that uh, we could see the future. Uh, we could see years into the future with this game. So that was the main part I took from there is I'm just happy that there are things in the future for all of us. Excellent. Andy, what about yourself? Well, as Yoda said, if you see into the future, though, it doesn't mean it's going to be true. Um, I think, <laughs> like, yeah, I, I agree. Like, I came out of it really excited about what's coming. Um, I think the only thing I was disappointed about was the time scale. Um, some things were definitely slated and seemed way too far away. Um, and especially since some of them, then things in question we'd already knew were coming. So um, it's a, a bit of a disappointment on that side for the time scale. But I think everything that is coming and everything that was announced absolutely top-notch over the moon about them the one thing i unless i missed it and like i say lack of communication unless i missed it the one thing i wish was coming out sooner or at all was and that the other games getting it shatterpoint getting it is a new mission pack that i feel would just spice things up a lot it, it would if that was just coming out say in the next quarter that would spice things up in the game a lot more than new units that's not sure. to say i'm rejecting new units but you get my idea you get my point i'm sort of like new missions would just be a really good way of them just sort of refreshing the game a little uh, so quickly uh, as a counterpoint though shatterpoint at the moment has one mission so you're basically playing key positions kind of uh where it randomizes on phase two and phase three and it randomizes between there's like three possible outcomes for each com uh, for each phase that's a, fair um, That's a fair statement. Without, I haven't, I hadn't dived into Shatterpoint too much. As much as I, I know, I'm going to be, I know I'm going to play it at some point. But it's one of those. I, yeah, that was just me chucking things out. Yeah, so I, I think it's definitely more needed than ourselves needing more mission packs. But that's not for me to say that we don't want more mission packs. No. So yeah, for, for me, it's the same. I, I think the missions. That's a really good point. Uh, so that, that would really spice things up. We have so many units. There are so many units you don't play every week because the people you play with every week don't really play those units. So, so there are units 
there are plentiful uh, of options there. But if you get some new missions, that would make new games for everybody, even though you play the same people. So I think you're completely right. That would have been awesome to see some, some a, new deployments and a stuff. Easy way of shaking a game. Now, that said, we all love new minis. Let's start with the what excites Andy the most. Little alien bugs that go and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> yes, bug people. All bug over people. Them. Also known as Genotions, because uh, Genotions are people too. Andy, tell us about Genotions and what they what 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 they're going to do and all all that. Uh, we'll start with the basics then. Um, so they've shown us the Geonosian Warriors. Um, they're forty-five points for a four-man squad. Uh, you can have a personal upgrade, personnel upgrade, and a um, heavy weapon upgrade. They've got one health apiece, one courage, white saves with surge defend. Um, their melee is one black, um, and their gun is range one to two, black and a white. So they're kind of like your fleet troopers, but slight. Um, Slightly better because they've got black dice, but slightly worse because they're the non-surgeon to hit. But the thing that really helps them is a jump free as a free action. So that is the number free for height, and because my pronunciation is awful, and I will get told off for this. Um, so that is jump free, the the number, um, which you get to do for free um, as an action. So that is um, three actions a turn if you're not suppressed, or two actions if you are suppressed. Um, so essentially, you've got like a indomitable or uh, uh, compel, dauntless. In, yeah, sorry, uh, not indomitable, dauntless. Yeah, dauntless and uh, compel kind of semi baked in because you've got a free action. Um, you've got scale, so you can climb up to height two if you've already jumped free. So, <laughs> um, and it also means you can. <clears throat> Ignore barricades and things like that with scale, um, so you don't have to jump over them. So you can save that jump action for uh, later when you're doing your triple moves to grab a box or something. Um, but then the thing I think is actually, A, really thematic and quite cool, um, and it's probably the thing that will help them the most, is death from above. Um, so uh, until the rule book comes out, essentially, I think the, the reading between the lines is, as long as I'm on a higher piece of terrain than you, I negate your cover doesn't matter what cover you've got um i just negate it um and i think that's really cool because you're going to spend like your first two turns doing positioning with triple moving um and then you're going to jump on top of that line of sight blocker you've been hiding behind and then like wub, 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 uh, shoot them kind of <laughs> <laughs> um with a eight dice attack pool um or sorry um if you've got the sonic cannon warrior on it for 25 points, uh, you'll be 11 attack dice with no cover, with non-surgeon to hit. So you should be getting about four or five hits through um, after cover, because there is no cover. Um, so that's pretty good. Um, they've also got a Force Pike Warrior, which they said the card side they've not shown us is um, it gives you an overrun attack. Um, but then uh, the side they have shown us is a melee, uh, red and a black, um, and it's suppressive. Um, but you get to flip the weapon before you place your movement tool. So it's some interesting design space um, compared to the previous configs that we've had or uh, things that you can flip. Um, and then the other thing that Geonotions have is weighed down. So while you have a claimed objective token, you cannot use your jump keyword. Um, which is, It's an interesting um, 
thing. Uh, I think it's a great balance choice, not necessarily the greatest theme, but I think as a as a balance, it's probably spot on. Um, so you've got real glass cannon, semi-cheap uh, core units. Uh, I think that will be quite fun. And what I look forward to is seeing 10-foot tall tables. <laughs> I, oh yeah, don't even start on that for me. <laughs> I've got so, now, do you reckon, now, here's one thing. Do you reckon that they designed that unit with knowing that they've got Shatterpoint terrain available for Legion to use? Because obviously Shatterpoint like, does use a bit of the old 3D mechanic it, mechanics. Yeah, it does, but Shatterpoint terrain is still only height 2 in the box. Well, that's true, but I just wondered. <laughs> I imagine there's going to be more coming out in the future. So uh, I think... Across 20 tables, I own three pieces, two of them being the same piece of terrain as height three pieces. Mm. So Yeah, but they've been saying for a while they wanted to introduce more height, right? So I guess this is a way of making us who do mm-hmm. the terrain think of more height, which yeah. I think is good because I, I do believe we, are, we have a tendency to to normalize all the tables so they look the same and you you don't get enough variance for different type of army composition so this is something that again can push people who create the tables to to make more height so i hope that's the case that's at least something i will look into i know it's yeah a love, no. it's a love letter to the hobbyists it really yeah. is yeah um and i think um I think they've been slowly trying to do that with the because all the new force users, so Ahsoka and Asajj, um, have all come with Jump Two. Um, so I think they've been pushing that kind of agenda that way. Um, and I think all force users will have Jump Two going forward now. Um, I can't remember if the Quizzes actually have Jump Two or One, but I think that's going to be kind of like their standard. And then Jump Three is going to be <sighs> part of it. Kind of makes me think, why didn't they just put Fly on though, or like um, something like that? Um, just to allow them, but I guess it's because that's it's the free action to allow the movement. Yeah, it's a bit, a bit more restrictive with jump, right? Yeah. So moving on from the unit, do you mm. want to do? Uh, do you want to do the, the the characters as well? Seeing as you're very excited about the Genotions. Yeah, uh, we've got Puggle the Lesser for eighty-five points as a commander. Uh, red saves. Tell me, you can do his impression. Go on. Uh, is that okay? How dare you? My mother is a saint. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so four health, free courage, which is pretty good because the only other Separatist commander of free courage is uh, Dooku. Um, Red saves, surge to hit. Uh, He's got two command slots, a comms upgrade and a gear slot. Um, And both of his attack is melee and his ranged, which is one to three, is two black dice. So he's not really offering much um is definitely a support commander and i think his keywords kind of demonstrate that because you've got jump two um as a free action instead of jump free um you've got compel separatist alliance trooper uh which is definitely future proofing um and is only for uh the uh geonosian warriors uh entourage b2s and uh override two and weighed down still so there's a nice bit of synergy there with wanting to uh, take Geonosian Warriors and take B2 Troopers um, or even B1s because you've got Override. Um, so he's definitely a support character, but he's a bit different to all our other ones because he's not generating any tokens. He's not um, going to be a great attacker or anything like that. So he's going to be interesting to play with for sure. His Pip 1 command card is fun as... 
Go on, you go for it. You read it out then. So I just, <laughs> I just, I was just reading that while I was to, to make sure because I missed like the same. Uh, so I read, I read the command, the command card. So I do number three first, the pip three. It's a, it's a pip three when you build it, but it is a pip four when you play it. Uh, I has four pips on its, um, on its card itself. But when building command hand, treat the card as though it's three pips. When a core droid trooper uh, is issued with uh, issue an order with this card, it may choose to return its order to the order pool. If it does, you may return a defeated miniature to the you may return a defeated miniature to the unit with no wound tokens and remove one suppression token. Healing droid troopers. That'll it's, do nicely. It's healing B twos though. Hell yeah, you yeah. healing B twos, which is yeah. awesome. Because it's like, oh, there you go. There's two wounds back on that, and armor and all that, all that yep. stuff. Uh, so that's that. Uh, number two, we serve the queen, which I assume is pronounced like that. Uh, one unit put pip two. Uh, a friendly sun, uh, a friendly sun fact, a friendly sun fact loses direct geonosian uh, warriors this round. So if you got a plan with Sunfak, apparently. Uh, friendly Sunfak and Geonosian Warrior units gain coordinate Geonosian Warriors. When a friendly Geonosian Warrior unit with a friendly fa- with a face-up order token begins its activation, it gains one aim token, and I'm going to assume it gains a dodge token. It was something over the front of that. So that's pretty cool. Andy, reactions? Yeah, I like the change of this command card, that it's um, they get the tokens when the units activate. Because normally you get all your tokens when you issue the orders or um, kind of thing, so it's an interesting way that if you need um, a like a defensive token, you've got to activate them early. Um, when normally, like I don't know, Vader's free pit, for instance, obviously gives you the dodge as soon as you issue the command card. So it, yeah, it's, it's kind of if I go early, I've got to shoot because I've got an aim token, but I also get the dodge as well. So it's a uh, it's nice new design space again, and makes you kind of contemplate when to activate the unit. Mm-hmm. Um, Rene, anything on yourself? No, I, I totally agree. I think it's nice to see these new types of command cards that does something we've never seen before. Uh, as Andy says, the new design space makes us more excited, at least me, more excited for the future. So I, I think these are some of the coolest command cards we've seen uh, in a long while for new characters. So uh, this gets a little bit wordy at first, but it, it's actually very simple oh, what it does. So yeah, They're so wordy. Yeah, I'm surprised it's taken them this long to do a four pip though. As um, yeah. in a three into a four, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's they've done threes into ones, and was there a one into a two? Yeah, the, and a the one into first. a zero. The five yeah, o first, the five o first have something mm-hmm. like that as well. Yeah, yeah, and one into a zero, obviously with Han. So yeah, I'm surprised it took them so long to do a four. Um, I'm glad they have, and it'd be interesting if they ever do a five. That'd be really interesting. <laughs> Like you're guaranteed to go last if you yeah, play that card. Yeah, hundred percent. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, now here's the fun one. Right, very wordy again. Let the executions begin. Um, during the issue order, this is goes to this go just goes to Poggle. Uh, I'd, I'd like to know who Poggle the the, the greater is because this is obviously Poggle the lesser. <laughs> anyway, during the issue order step, you may issue up to two orders to a friendly droid trooper units at range one. So, i.e., his entourage. During Poggle the Lesser's activation, friendly non-panicked droid trooper units at range one of Poggle the Lesser gain fire support. Poggle the Lesser may make two attack actions during this activation. Hell to the yes. If he is nice and close, what so if he's 
range two with B2s in support, and they are fully kitted out. That is, so it's two black dice. I'm just rolling, I'm just quickly putting up the, 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 uh, the putting up the thing. Yeah, it's two black dice surge hit. Yeah, two black dice surge hit with, and then you've got uh, five black, five white, and then the heart is two red and a white. So that is a giant dice pool with impact two, blast, and surging to hit. Hell to the yes, if you are lucky enough to but, get that. But why are you fire supporting into Poggle, though? Why not into a Magna or something else? It doesn't you have can't. to be in... Oh, yeah, yeah, the B2s don't have to, yeah. yeah they B2s don't have to fire support into the Puggle shot. So no, they don't. They no, no, do. They because they, do? they only get... Yeah, so I was just reading that. I only just caught it when... Oh, it's was only during his it. activation. Yeah. Ah, but sure. what's interesting about that is um, it's at range one of him. So obviously you can order your um, B1s and then it chains down into uh, some B2s um, or, mm. as you say, some Magna Guard or anything like that. Poggle can move. And it doesn't have to be the units that were at range one at the start of his activation. It's when no. he makes the attack, which is like, a, it's, again, it's really cool design space because it could be you fire support with something that's the other end of your activation chain and you kind of double move him, shoot, uh, or you can attack twice, can't you? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. really oh, cool. Yeah. Obviously, he has to, yeah. if he's going to attack twice, he's obviously got to be there at range, range, range already. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if he, he can do, obviously, he can do a range three attack with B1s. And or uh, it, this now this I want does this make BXs come into it a bit maybe with their three right, two white dice no maybe B- not I'm just BXs thinking. are already good we'll get into that later <laughs> uh, so I'm just looking to see what else is there for the B yeah <laughs> uh, that works and also the Magnus so yeah so there's there's scope for you to use any of the other droids to, to use this fine sport but a fully kitted out B two squad that's a lot of dice. That's and with and with blasts, that'd be fun. Uh, I don't think you need to run the T series in the B twos either because you've got override, oh, yeah. so you can you can sit there with your range three blasting away, and then on the turn that they're in range two, you play this one pip so Poggle can uh, you can fire support Poggle. Yeah, that's so. Yeah, so there we go. Poggle, good good lad. Poggle. Um, uh, on to Sunfak then, or Sunfak. Sunfak. Soon, soon, fact. So, yeah, he's uh, ninety points as an operative. Um, he's got a training up, uh, training slot, com slot, and a gear slot. Uh, five health, two courage, and white saves. Uh, he surges to hit and surges to defend. Uh, and his melee is two red and a black. And his ranged gun is one to three with a rainbow, but is suppressive. Um, He's got jump free because he's a normal Geonosian and not slow holding a stick like Poggle. Um, he has got cover one, so he's got some survivability. Uh, he's got death from above, scale and way down, the same as all the other uh, Geonosians. Um, but he has direct Geonosian warriors, so he's always giving out one order a turn to any Geonosian. And then you've also got retinue. Poggle the lesser, so uh, as long as uh, Poggle's within range two, you get a free aim or a dodge at the start of the activation. So that's fun. Yeah, I think he's he's definitely going to be interesting because um, he at, at first glance he doesn't seem like he's going to do a lot. I think he's going to be very harassy, just literally jump up, shoot with death from above, jump back down and hide, um, or is climb it, is, back down. Is he a? Uh, is he a? Very squishy Boba Fett. 
but without the cards. Yeah. And, uh, I'd, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, I'd yeah, say maybe that. actually, yeah. yeah. Don't you bring him also to keep your order control in if you bring the Geonosians for, for objective play uh, in a in a normal droid list? That's also a way of using him, I think, to make sure yeah. you get that order out on your warriors. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think you're you're trying to keep your order pool quite clean uh, with yeah. that. Um, cause, uh, so in theory, if you're taking four B2s because you've got Poggle, um, you, you can then take three Geonosian warriors. So you probably want to give one of them an order so you can control when they activate. So as you say, like leaves only two of them in the bag, maybe with something else. So maybe with an improvised order somewhere, you can probably have perfect order control with um, like humanoid creatures, <laughs> <laughs> organics. That's the word I was yeah. after. Yeah, you can stick um, you can stick uh, improvised orders on Poggle. Yeah, so that would do that. But I mean, the best thing you're bringing him for though is his one pip. You got the open cockles? I have indeed. Let me just read it out. Brutal enforcer. That sort of thing. Uh, after the issue orders step, up to two friendly Geonosian warrior units at range two, which is quite a way to be fair, of, <coughs> excuse me, of a friendly Sunfak, may jump for free, jump three. Let's may do the old jump three free action. Sunfak mm-hmm. gains agile and demoralize one this round. Oh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, that's just, really good <laughs> let me just move all my troops for free oh and by the way they'll move again for free themselves oh and uh yeah i'll by the way i'll get a couple of dodges every time i move and uh, blah 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 blah. oh and want, here's a suppression yeah if you want that's four speed two moves in a turn oof yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so yeah. they're gonna be uh they're gonna be quite quick uh who needs bikes who needs speeders <laughs> I'm just gonna yeah, take yeah. the winged winged aliens. That's how that's how I'm gonna do it. Well, yeah, fun. Uh, Squishy. Ren, Rene, Squishy. Oh, uh, Ren, uh, Rene. Uh, yeah. Final thoughts on Genotions before we move over to uh, the next one, which is rookies. Uh, I think they're going to be quite impactful to have just a few in a in a regular droid army as well. Uh, I can see myself play like Sunfak and one warrior in my normal B1 hordes as well just to get that bit of mobility so i think it yeah. gives a lot of new options for separatists so really looking forward to them i think as you say like just straight out of the bag for that it opens up uh, missions that you probably wouldn't normally take like recover the supplies um and then like if you've got a small bid or anything like that uh, most force users don't like recover the supplies they can play it and they can do fairly well but if you've got something like this stupidity where you can uh like double move onto an objective claim it and then next turn like double move away as fast as you can um it, it's pretty it's pretty good it's fun um, yeah something to be aware of obviously uh, you can't use sun facts from his one pip the jump action if you've got an objective because way no. down says you can't use the jump keyword yep so you can't so, be, you can't yes yeah, so and you can't tell your friendly uh bugs to do the same no but you can put yourself on maybe on the objective and then you'll still have the clay move in your own yeah yeah yeah, so. yeah that's the other way or especially on a like a key positions you know like yeah i've now managed to send uh sunfak and two like geonosian warriors onto your back key position yeah. 
Oh, you had one unit back there. Well, I've now got two because I've just quadruple moved. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yep. so th- we look forward to the Geonosians coming out. Can we remember when they were coming out? I Q1. Q- Q1. And for those of us who aren't yeah. in the finance world, Q1 is? January, February, March. There you go. Done. So there is a so, chance that these will have an impact on the world's meta because um, Adepticon is 20th to the 24th of March. I don't know what worlds is, mate. It's fine. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Just to reiterate, I shan't be going because I won't. Because even if I do get a ticket, can't afford to go. But there we go. Anyway, 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 anyway. Uh, Wookies, <laughs> everyone's favorite hairy, everyone's favorite hairy carpet aliens. Moving on. So uh, this was a battle force. Uh, just to, if, if you're unfamiliar and or listening for the first time, if you're unfamiliar what battle force is, it's a new way to build lists. Uh, i.e. you can uh, new force orgs, all that sort of thing. Uh, so, Wookiee Defenders, uh, it changes the way the force org works for the Republic. Uh, so they're only allowed to have Yoda, Chewie, and a Wookiee Chieftain. They're allowed one unit of special forces, and that can be Arc Troopers or Wookiee Warriors. They're allowed two core units, and they have to be Phase 2s. They're allowed one support, which is a Bark or the Fluttercraft. They're allowed one heavy, which is the ISP or the tank. Uh, no uh, unique upgrades allowed, none. There we go. Um, special rules. A Wookiee Defenders Battle Force is part of the Galactic Republic faction. The following unit counts as core for the purposes of army building and battle guards. Wookiee Warriors, specifically the Noble Fighters. Your army must include three Wookiee Trooper units. Uh, the first miniature in each Wookiee troop that is defeated each round, that unit may make a speed one move. So every time you kill a Wookiee, they move forward or backwards, depending if they're, they're what the player is like. Uh, that the, turn. The that turn. The um, rudder Nas Plutocraft has also had a slight tweak. Uh, so it has got. I think the tack run is new. Uh, to this one, I can't do, 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 correct me if I'm wrong, but anyway, it, it's uh, attack run says at the start of the activation, it may choose to increase or decrease its speed by one to the end of this activation. Is that on a standard n- NASP? No, nope. There you go. No, there we go. Uh, so there's that. It has covered, t- it still has cover two, it has reposition still. Special issue, rookie defenders. Yep, and I think that is pretty much it. Yeah, that's it. So, um yeah, so it's got attack run, so it can just a, a change its speed, which is pretty handy just for manoeuvring sake. Uh, I feel like it should have it as native anyway, but that's just me. Um, now, if you are uh, uh, familiar with the YouTube, uh, you can watch uh, Tom uh, play a Wookiee for Wookie Battle Force, uh, Wookiee Defenders for Battle Force game on our YouTube channel, uh, YouTube for slash TNM Pod, um, and you'll be able to see him use Wookies in uh, one of his most recent battle reports. And you can see how he did there. Um, but rather than a deep dive, uh, the Noble Fighters, just to re- reiterate, that is the one where they are double black on the... Uh, they're the melee Wookiees, basically. Not the long range, not the range Wookiees. Uh, the ones with duelists and charge and all that stuff. Um, Andy. Uh, no, sorry, Rene, you can start this one. Um, Wookiees. Wookiee Battle Force. What do you think? Are you happy? Are you sad? Do you think it'll be fun? Do you think they're going to be competitive? Um, what do you reckon? I think uh, thematically, I love it. It's been sought for so long, and people are going to play it. 
Uh, I don't think it's going to be very competitive, in my opinion, uh, and I think that's fine. Uh, as originally they said, AMG is battle forces are not created to be competitive. Uh, so I keep going back to that, and I think they hit the mark a little bit on, on maybe these two here. Uh, but uh, you'll never know. Someone might solve it, uh, and we'll see them. Uh, get to the top of bigger tournaments as well but i don't think it's um it isn't as obvious a great choice as some of the others we've seen earlier on uh, but i'm looking forward to seeing a, a full wookie army uh, across from the table just because it's going to look awesome so if you're looking to run six wookies as a core unit you can do six you can do six battle shield wookies with chewbacca and a wookie chieftain and still have 40 points to play with as a activations if you're looking if you are that way thoroughly inclined um andy anything for yourself i think renee's spot on um i think thematically it's going to be awesome as hell having yoda on there with seven wookies backing it up well sorry, it's about six or seven units of wookies backing him up um i think it i would love for it to be at least semi-competitive i just don't know what that looks like um I don't know if a Wookiee Chieftain plus a load of Wookiees and a few Fluttercrafts is really going to hammer home. Um, but I think it might have been from Tom's one, a slight spoiler, but I think the attack dice didn't have enough. Like, he could have rolled hits with every single attack dice and he still technically couldn't kill the Wookiee Battle Force. Like, I think he rolled 55 attack dice and the, and the, the list has 99 health. So I think it's a, it's a really interesting aspect that it's something that probably can outlive most gun lines. Um, so that maybe does make it competitive in a yeah, different in a way we've not seen before. Yeah. So if each work, so I've just made it just made a quick. Um, I've got 110 points to play with still, but like Yoda, Chewie, and four squads of Wookiee warriors with a bowcaster. So the four squads, if that, so that's three, six, nine, twelve. Twelve times four is 24 48, 48 uh, plus Chewbacca's wounds 48 that's 57 plus Yoda's infinite wounds that's 62 because he's obviously five that's 62 yeah. straight off the bat and that's not including guardian uh, uh guardians barriers uh, dodges from Yoda and all that kind of yep. crap so mm. that's interesting <laughs> yeah I think that's maybe the hidden thing behind the list it's not necessarily the damage output but the survivability and then if it lives long enough to do the objectives then it wins uh, i've just had another fun idea can you do that put two squads of uh put two squads of phase twos as with medics in there and then you no, stand there. i think that's it no if you're spending that many points take wookies yeah. <laughs> well, no, 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 hear, hear me out because they've nope. got the because listen to me. Nope. No. Well, not, <laughs> go on, Rene, go on. No. Right. Fire support <laughs> with some Wookiees in there uh, would be fun. And or Yoda as well, because he's got the because he if he does his range one, two, force blast, no nope. black dice suppressive, and then he's got Say it with me, cockles. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. Nah, 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 nah. Um, See, you're nearly there. Nah, 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 nah. I'm, 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 I what are you using it. the medics for in that list? Yeah. Healing what Yoda. are you bringing back? He healing Yoda, probably. That, then, that would be the only target for medics. And that's yeah. your, and your own fault for getting him shot. 
Yeah. <laughs> depends. No, it depends. Or hating or hating yeah. Chewbacca who is who's doing no. guardian stuff. No. I don't know. I'm just oh. theory crafting lads, straight off the bat. I'm not even I've not even deep dived into this. I've been busy. I've been unpacking boxes. I'm just sort of chucking this ideas battle out force there. is consistent of Yoda and Wookiees only. Like you don't take the phase twos ever. It wouldn't uh, even I mean, look nice on the other side of the table either. No, so. exactly. no, <laughs> don't do it. No, but it looked it looked thematic. Actually, it, it actually looked like a chic. Yeah. I'll let you yeah. take phase twos if <laughs> oh. um, that uh, on turn four they turn around, shoot Yoda, and then Yoda kills them. <laughs> no, because they didn't even get a shot on Yoda, did they? No, they tried. They tri- like they didn't. Even, they, didn't yeah. they, just, they walked up to him and then just had their heads removed. Oh, spo- spoilers, <laughs> by the way. Order sixty six happens. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway um, moving on from Wookiees because that's that uh, talk of the droid attack uh, experimental droids now I'm really excited about this one because I think it makes a real big change to CIS in terms of making certain units more playable uh, and doing other things so um, let's go with what it's allowed you're allowed the super tactical. You're allowed an STD of your choice. Uh, Excuse me. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> and a T uh, and a T series. You're allowed the BX uh, commandos, but not a strike team. You're allowed the Magna Guard as prototype assassin droids. Slightly different. Um, you're allowed two back B1s or two uh, two B2s. Support droidicas. Only droidicas. Heavy is the snail tank and no unique upgrades. Um, special rules. An experimental droid. The following unit counts as core for the purposes of army building and battle cards. IG 100 Magna Guards prototype assassin droids. That is brilliant. That is just, that's like, right, okay, red saving core units in. In uh, apart from obviously the, the Black Suns, Red Saving Core units in CIS, fun, and it's their be- and arguably their best unit in in their, in that faction. The only difference is that the Assassin, the BX, the Magna Guards, um, you can take instead of the standard squad, which is three, you now take four, but instead of them being two wounds each, they're one wound each. So at the start of each, each act, of, <coughs> excuse me. Plus this. At the start of each activation phase, choose up to one of your leaders. If you do, uh, put three surge tokens on that unit's card. Once during its activation, a friendly special forces core support unit that has the AI, not heavy, interestingly, uh, that has the AI keyword may perform a free action to spend a surge on the chosen leader's unit. If it's range three, um, if it's at range three, if it does, it gains one of the following. Increase their speed by one during their next move uh, activation this turn. Gain one aim or dodge token. Add one black die and one white die to their attack pool during their next attack action during this turn. Remove two suppression tokens. Ah, giggity. Is all I have to say about that. Um... Andy, talk to me. <laughs> um, I know Rene's going to uh, berate me for this next statement, but um, <laughs> I think it does help Triple Dora Deckers. 
yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. No, I think um, so. I put it on the table uh, Monday night against uh, Mister Prouting, and game one he I conceded turn two, but game two where I changed the list and the way it worked. And I used the Joy Deckers as like a, a nice line of sight blocker for me to walk up behind. Yep. They're quite tanky, but then the thing that tends to be the most um, disappointing thing from them is when they attack and it just whiffs. So being yep. able to go, oh, I'm going to move forward because uh, I've, I've got AI move, perfectly fine. I'm now in position. I've, I've set up my line of sight blocking or given my units behind me heavy cover, all of the cool stuff. I can then either take a dodge if I know I'm going to be shot back. Probably not going to do that. Uh, but I'm going to take an aim. And that just then really uh, dials them back up to being efficient. Because you don't... Normally you take link target array, but you wouldn't ever really get the full efficiency on all three of the droidicas. And it kind of ends up being a waste of points. But with this, you can then do it. And you've got to, you're have got probably going to take an STD rather than T-series because you can override if you take either the generic or Kraken. So if they are sat there, in range three already, you can override them to take an aim action, and then you can then spend a surge token to add dice to the dice pool. So I think it it, it kind of makes them an actual gun platform where previously they were just either line of sight blockers or suppression, and that was it in my opinion. I don't think they did anything other than that. If they scored six hits, you're like, whoa! <laughs> Most yeah. of the time, it'd be the two hits uh, or one after cover kind of thing. And most of the time, it'd be the red dice that miss because <laughs> they'd roll a surge or something. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I've really enjoyed putting them on the table. And I think that surge thing is so, so flexible. Did you play them with the core and Magna Guards? No. No. Nowhere near. So no. what you, what <laughs> because... you did is do that wrong then, Andy. No, oh, I, I, no, no, because they're no. just bad. So bad. They're so bad. <sighs> I think in the in the first list, I ran one. Yeah. Um, just because I needed a third core choice, because I took two B twos and I took a Magna Guard. But yeah, the, it's the heavy weapons. I think that's the problem with not ta- uh, with taking them as a core. They're still overcosted. Um, so when you're spending, so what are they? Sixty basic or something? Is that right? Sixty versus seventy two, right? Yep. Yeah, and then um, so even if you're taking the whip, your core core choice is eighty eight points. Now and it's I... not just. Oh, sorry. Go, go, go on. I was just saying, and it's not just that, because now you're hiding your very expensive heavy uh, in a much weaker unit that is more likely to lose actions uh, or be panicked. Uh, and you're also um, uh, more likely to lose the heavy because you need to lose less wounds. So, uh, yeah, I'm three instead of four, right? Before you start losing them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think so... as well, when you're. I mean, take any stormtrooper. Anyone who's run stormtroopers before, mm-hmm. like it, you you get deteriorated quite um, quite quickly. Like you're down to just the leader and the heavy after one bad dice roll. Yes, it's red defense dice on your core units, but you play cl- clones cockles. How quickly do they die sometimes? Yeah, like, I get your point. Yep. I, yeah, uh, I I feel like that you that there is um. So I've been theory crafting with this with them for a while. As soon as I saw them, I was just like, right, I'm having fun with this. And I think there is a I think there's a a place where you take quad magnus with whips, triple droidicas, 
two B ones and and Kalani. If you want a melee skew, play Wookies. Mm. No, well, yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> I think it does the same thing, but better. I, I, I think with I think you've got. I think the what you the, the the theory is what you do with the droidicas is you the droidicas are your wall mm. and you're yep. moving everything up behind them because the wookies don't have that and at least the wookie no. at least when at least when you're shooting the wookies as well if with the droidicas you're suppressing them admittedly they are indomitable uh, they actually no those ones aren't indomitable yeah they are, are they uh, the, the the noble fighters might not be okay anyway can't remember double check anyway but you're shooting them with so you're you're shooting them as time goes on. They're, you're you're whittling mm-hmm. down the Wookiee at the same time, and you're immobilizing if you get a chance. So, but you roll up with the Wookies. Uh, sorry, roll up with the Droidicas. You don't, this is sorry. Let's forget I'm playing Wookies for a second. Let's just say <laughs> you're playing Droids and you're playing a whatever game. You roll up with the Droidicas. Everything is behind the Droidicas, and then when you need to pounce, you have override on Kalani to say, "Okay, Droidicas, um, shift yourself out of the way." They move out the way, and then all your magnet guards just stream forward with the ability to shoot fairly well, and then the whip as well, which immobilizes and does all sorts of stuff. How about but your B ones have? But you also your B ones have two. You have two B ones, both of the PK, both of the E5S, so you can sit back and or repair stuff because they will have two repairs each. So you'll be able to bring back four wounds of stuff. I think there is. I think there's something there that I need to. I need to get it on the table to find out. Um, to play more games with it, and I just haven't been able to at the moment. But my next event I'm going to is probably it is until the 17th, which will be oh the one in High Wycombe, Tom's one. So hmm. that's I'll probably roll that. With my love for droidy cars, I will have to try this out, of course. But but I'm not sure the right build for droidy cars are there because I don't think you can run three droidy cars without at least four worker droids. And it just doesn't work in this list. Uh, it gets too expensive to bring them, in my opinion. So, so uh, that's why I don't really see it uh, at the way I've been playing them, at least. Mm-hmm. That I need to tweak it in another direction. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Right. I'll try it out. <laughs> the the list I I won with was um, a generic um, super tactical droid. Two B ones, both with the E five S, and the intention there is, if I'm shooting at range four, I then do the extra attack dice. So you've got four attack dice, looking for that them criticals. Um, two B twos with the Ha again. If you want to engage at range three, you can then again it's two red, one black, two white, um, and you can then use the STDs override to get always do recover shoot recover shoot. Yeah. And it's very easy to basically just have your leader and the heavy weapon sticking out behind uh, three droideckers, um, and that. Uh, and then I then took two units of full BX droids with shields and sniper rifles. Um, so everything is kind of a range-free, real heavy, and most of the time I was taking the surge to um, take an aim token. Um, if I already had access to an aim because I had a like to a face up order, then I'd take the 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 attack dice pool um, just to increase the efficiency. Um, so yeah, I I, I really enjoyed it. Um, force users are definitely going to be this list's issue if you're not taking any magna guard. But even if you take magna guard, I still think you'll struggle because you're one health magnas. You're muted nice one host yeah it's if you're taking one i was having to clear my throat uh if you if you are taking one health magnus 
uh, and you you take them on on mass, um, and you take them to with the whip uh, to immobilise force users because mm-hmm. then a force user who cannot move is not as much of an issue because you just if you just just slather them in immobilised tokens, you might it'll help you out. It won't win. It won't. What's the word? It won't. Uh, Swing it hugely, but it define it'll help. It'll help you a little bit. It will help you, Mason. Yeah, my brain's gone a little bit. You know what I mean? It'll help. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I think yeah, the experimental. I think, ironically, I think the the, the best part is um, the new unit for the faction uh, for that battle force. We haven't even mentioned once. Go on then. No. Um, so the persuader tank uh, prototype version. Um, the biggest change really is it's lost surge to hit um it gained arsenal three instead of arsenal two and then it's gained a command node which is direct but only range one essentially um i think it's lost a missile slot as well i think it, the generic one has two um but yeah i think that's everything else about it is exactly the same same points cost um it's lost impact off of its main gun or no it's lost um impact off the ion cannon and it's just i don't know <laughs> it's just straight up worse yeah. <laughs> yeah how do you get the ion through without the impact for once yeah you don't have search to hit anymore either and yeah and the command node is only for for core units and you're bringing one of your droids anyway with direct for that because that's all you really can bring as commanders. So I think it's just a straight up worse choice. The only thing I can think of is if you took the uh, scatter, uh, the bunker buster, and you put defensive protocols on it, and you just nimble, use it as a big wall silhouette, um, and march a whole army. So you're basically trading the cost of triple droid echoes for the persuader. Um, so you're saving points, but I think you're losing uh, eff- efficient like uh, gun platform. Um, and then you basically just move it up, and then on turn two, if you get a shot, you pull the enemy out of cover, and then use that to charge in some BX droids, or like giving you a- an open shot for your uh, B1s to finish off or something. Mm. But I don't yeah. think it's good. Uh, the, the, right. Well, you could have a, it's a good firing platform if you if you stick the armor piercing shells on it because that would be two red, five black. No, sorry, three red, five black, two white. Impact three ion one, and it can't benefit from your surge token spending, and it doesn't surge to hit. So that five black is an average of mm. two and a bit. Your two red are in there, so you're only getting three like, red. Or free red, okay. So we're at five hits, which is free after cover, roughly on average. Yeah. And then, for how many points have I now just spent? One hundred and sixty points for yeah. five hits around. Yeah. yeah, fair play. No, I, yeah, I was worried about one. No, but, but you can stick your B twos on it. It's got lots nope. of stuff on it. No, you can't. Oh, it's it not... got transport. Oh, it's lost transport yeah. as well. Yeah. Oh yep. Christ! I didn't even notice that one. <laughs> Jesus! Oh, well, sod that. That is never getting played. And there's no, there's no order chain for the command node. If I could take six B ones, I think mm-hmm. I'd then c- consider the tank droid. Um, yeah. Because you, you coordinate, you, you direct the tank. It then starts your B one chain off, but you can only take two B ones. So. <laughs> yeah. I suppose you. There's something off. weird going on in this battle force. It, yeah. It's it's pointing in all different directions and trying to do different 
very different things, the different units. So, yeah. I think the thing to take away for me is I really like the design space of the surge tokens for it. Um, yeah. The Wookiee one is massively on point, the theme. Um, and I think with this one, it, it's just it's interesting for both of them that they've done this, uh, your special forces count as troops. Um, we've not... Uh, do we see that with Remnant? They don't, do they? No, you haven't even seen it. Which means that maybe, maybe one day there'll be a Mandalorian one. Yeah, so I think that it, it's quite cool. And as you say, it could open up things like that, um, that they've done that. And uh, for things like Hostage, it allows you to put your Wookiees as the hostage carriers. <laughs> um and then if you try and shoot the hostage carrier, they get a free speed one move away from you because you've shot them. <laughs> uh, if you kill the mini, you have to kill the mini. So like, you got to oh, kill a mini, yeah. Right, am I going to mm. pierce? Oh, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I think the Wookiee one's definitely better. And it's, yeah. yeah. The one disappointing, uh, disappointing isn't the word, but the one that's like, oh, that's a shame. Uh, thing for these two battle forces is I wish there were a couple of unique command cards like there are in the other one, yep. in, in the other battle forces. Yep. That would just make it a little bit more uh, that would just give it a little bit more of a kick, i.e. let's say with the experiment, experimental droids something something free move with your magnet guard, something something fire support with your with something something like Double that. shield recharge for two droid cars in there turn. You go. Something. Recover. Yeah. A, reco- <laughs> a recover action. Although that said, uh, if you take uh, if you take the super tactical you get the free recover. You get the recover in one of the um doesn't work on shields. Oh, well. Only, oh, on only, the droid echoes. No, echoes, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. there you go. But the, you, yeah. yeah. Um, disengaging impervious would be fun, though, off of the preservation protocols, off of running all of those BX, uh, off of the, all of those um, magnets would be fun. Um, what is this? Then? Each friendly. I'm just reading the thing about the recover. If this card was not divulged, friendly units with face up order tokens, each chosen unit recovers. Up to two. Yeah, but um, the wording for your droid deckers is it's not um, a recover to get the shields back. It's recharge, which is one per a turn, no matter what, where the recover is on BX droids, where they get two shields. Uh, yeah, so this is generator as opposed to whatever right. it is. Yeah, that's fair. Shielded, right. Lovely. That's the word. Yeah, because it's shielded because yeah, um, Sabine and, and Mandos have them as well, don't they? There we go. Yeah, um, yeah Mandos yeah. don't. Uh, super the bando the bad the the Maul's bandos no oh sorry they're shielded but they don't have recharge oh okay so they can't get it back where bx droids can get their shields back oh well there we go um and also then for wookies i mean to be fair the wookies kind of do have their own command cards because they've got the chieftain's command cards and that kind of stuff so that works out well um so yeah, they're the battle forces. I'm excited to see them down. I think it will change the game a little bit. Does it change the meta? Ultimately, I don't think so. However, there's a certain Ollie Dyer who hates playing against droids. So if everyone goes to an event and takes droids and they take some form of experimental madness, it might force him to not want to play droids. I don't know. <laughs> no, but it'd be interesting to see what happens with that going forward because... I still, I still don't think that those two battle forces or the others really shift and kick Blizzard Force off the table. No, but I think the next two uh, things do. Yeah, which is see how we segued. Oh. Right. Yeah, uh, Rene. 
Yeah, so we're talking about some Inquisitors. Yeah, um, this is definitely, I think, what everybody who is doing uh, competitive Legion uh, was looking at once we were done with the Extravaganza. I think there's a lot of play here. So uh, we got the two Inquisitors, uh, Fifth Brother, and we will start with his uh, unit card. He is 105 points. He's six health, two courage, search to hit. He has a melee lightsaber for five blacks and a, a throw spinning lightsaber for three blacks at range two. He has impact two pierce, and then he has ram two for his melee, which is quite cool. Um, he has dauntless, uh, which is uh, which is good. Uh, he has block, so we're seeing some real defensiveness on these guys too uh, and enraged too so we are also producing a brand new way of mitigating uh, courage problems here in, in this unit here and he's immune to pierce um, so yeah he has a, a four slot and um, two command slots uh, sorry yeah, uh, training slots. Training slots. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah training slots. And uh, yeah, so he's um, so, uh, of course red saves. He's just a really cool character. He's a really cool unit card. And I don't know, should we do the other unit card before we go to the command cards? You think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do yeah, because they're all synergizing yeah. type things. So go for it. Yeah, exactly. So we have a seventh sister, um, and she's 110 points. She's associate fit brother. So during army building, uh, it doesn't count against the number of operative rank units you can may include if fifth brother is included in the same army. This is quite cool. It gives more characters on the field, a possibility to field more characters, which is really, really cool. She has jump one. She has block, charge, discipline one, and immune to pierce. She also has interrogate. While this unit is in range one of an enemy unit, treat that unit's command cards as having one more pip so we're really getting into a new design space here as well um, where units can affect other units command hands depending on board state so this is quite interesting it's like um, a range dependent cunning yeah 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 that's a good way of putting it i guess yeah um so she has a again a spinning lightsaber for five black impact two pierce one and she can throw her spinning lightsaber for three black uh, same as fifth brother for impact two pierce one um yeah very cool miniatures and very cool unit cards and once we move to their command cards we'll see even more of these um uh, where you can play around with the other characters on the field so i think we should just jump straight to that um just before you do i'm just gonna yeah. just just before you do ram on mm -hmm. a on a lightsaber and a melee uh i know rams on the on the top on the tontons but ram on that is going to be interesting because once it gains the charge and just goes higher in, in you go oh look i'm just gonna turn them into crits that's um negating black dice off of a, like black dice issues on a charge that's brilliant i think it's, it's fun yeah, because black dice always has issues. Yep, black uh, dice. Yeah. Issues. Well, I've got there's my two crits done. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's 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 very cool, uh, and and I think they're very very strong from just from the unit cards. And now we start looking at the command cards. I don't think 
I think we all agree that's not getting worse. Oh, um, nice. <laughs> all right, so let's start with the Fifth Brothers 3-pip. I care not for your struggles. So that's uh, Fifth Brother and two troopers. And it says Fifth Brother may issue orders at range 1 to 5 this turn. Units that are issued order by this card gains Dauntless. I mean, that's range 1 to 5 is interesting. But uh, I suppose, obviously, if he's working as a little operative and he's, yeah, he's far away from the action. Um, but note that it says two troopers, so that includes your, like, your, your, if you put Vader in there and all your other, uh, any bounty hunters. Yeah. Um, so keeping it, yeah, I quite find that's interesting on that one. Good for objectives as, as well, I guess, to get oh, that, that free move, right? So, yep. yeah, give yep. some versatility there. Um, here's two pip. Uh, would you would question me? Uh, so this is a permanent, and it's for fifth brother and seventh sister. When fifth brother gains an aim token, seventh sister gains a dodge token. When fifth brother gains a dodge token, seventh sister gains an aim token. When either unit gains an aim or dodge token, the other unit may gain an immobilized token. If they do, the first unit gains an additional token of the same type. <laughs> Again, just uh, it might be wordy, but I think it's beautiful. I think you're you're giving players options, and you're seeing characters now play into each other in a in a whole new way. Um, I don't know what you guys think. How you go? <laughs> it's wordy. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I like the interaction between each other um, and how. Fifth brother's actions in influence seventh sister and vice versa. Um, I think it does obviously need a fix, but um, I think like it needs something similar to teamwork, where it can only be triggered once each way or something like that. But yeah, I think uh, I really do like the design space of it. How you get a benefit, but then you're also getting penalised for it at the same time. This uh, makes me. This makes me. I was because my brain is thinking, ah, oh, just take force push on both of them straight off the bat. But the only reason that I would not take force push and put on, say, burst of speed is for this card. But then that's even then that's just like a maybe, maybe I won't type thing. I think force push is a, is, a, is auto on those two. Um, but if you put force push, it's kind of like, oh, well, I'll take the extra token and I'll still be able to move zippity zippity doo dah day straight off the bat. There's no range restrictions on this either, so oh, no. you could you could in theory just have one be a battery, right? Yeah, in right, some right. way for the other unit, yeah, right? And line, have them safe somewhere. Who yeah, cares if they're mobilized and they're capping my yeah line, right? line linebacker as our cousins across the pond like to say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're as you say, if, if your unit is embedded into the enemy army and uh, I don't know, like you need them to survive. Um, and they can't force push you out or something. Then the other one just goes, "Yeah, I'm just going to take a dodge." So he gets a dodge, and then I get a dodge. So I'll take, so I'll take some immobilized tokens in all of the. Uh, it's only, one of it's only one way though. I did pick that up. It's only fifth brother one way, isn't it? Uh, so when an IV unit gains a name or a dodge, the other may gain an immobilized token. If they do, the first unit gains an additional. So that's both ways. It's permanent both ways. It's like teamwork, but weird. Uh, yeah, so yeah, it's no. only when fifth brother gets the token, the seventh sister can get them, not the other way around, right? The first part. Uh, no, yeah, the first part is, but then so yes. if seventh sister takes gets a dodge. That part is permanent. Mm -hmm. So she can take a dodge 
which then means he can t- uh, gain an immobilized token, then she gets a second dodge. But yeah, fifth brother can basically be an infinite token generator for seventh sister. Yeah. That's the stupid part. Yeah. And it's when he gains, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's yeah. it's really like, I, I've someone sent me a message. I think it's straight after many extravaganza. It's like, oh, my friend said this. It's like, is that right? And like it, it was like an, an example of generating like five tokens. And I was, I was like, I read it over and over. His example. Then I read the command card. I was like, No, I think there's more. <laughs> and I just replied back. Let me just work this out on paper. I'll give you a, give us five minutes. <laughs> and I think it's the wordiness that causes that. Um, yeah. But it's good. I think uh, like game really good wise. Like um, balance absolutely obscene. But what it can lead into and what they can do later down the line with other units that interact in similar ways with how they their best friends or you know like siblings and stuff like that it just opens up so such cool design space yeah and did we get his one pip i don't have it here right no, he doesn't, have no one. he doesn't come with one. He's he doesn't come with one. In, no, All right, he's only got yeah. two and a three. Um, or if they, ha- if he has got a one pip, they've not shown us it. Yeah, yeah, they haven't confirmed he doesn't have one. We just haven't seen it, right? Yeah, correct. If he does, yeah. All right, I think we you get enough for your money's worth here uh, for the points at least, right? So oh, maybe yeah, he probably. doesn't come with a one. <laughs> I hope uh, they don't get too greedy with the cost on this. I, I won't lie. Yeah, yeah. the. It, he is what so he's one oh five. He's one oh five. Uh, I'm just comparing to the what was what was like Ventress and Ahsoka. They won fifty, aren't they? Uh, yep. Yeah. Oh no, no. See, you know, what? I wonder if maybe Luke Commander Luke is better. Maybe a slightly better comparison in terms of. He's quite expensive. Yeah, he's hundred and fifty isn't he, these days. Yeah. But he has all. He has access to six command cards, one for, and he can take an equipment. Doesn't have to, yeah, maybe. you can't really compare them with other force users because none are that cheap. No, it's not. They're that good. You have to compare with like Cat Bane and Busk price wise, but they shouldn't be that cheap. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's a great point. I'm not thought yeah. of it like that. Yeah, there's like 45 points to the next force user up. Yeah, from yeah. Swift Brother. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. They that's are the significant. Same. Those two are the same price as uh, IG-11 and IG-88, respectively. Yep. And these are probably 10 times better? Yeah. Well, yeah. And they're des- well, in the same way that they're designed to work together, though, in the same way IG-11 and IG-88 are designed to work together as well. So I was just thinking about... I was trying to think about the pairing. The only other expense... But this is a much more expensive pairing, like for two units is... Well, the, the, other, the other two are um, obviously Ahsoka Sabine their pairing but that's much more expensive yeah as, as yeah. is asajj dooku and their pairings expensive so for the synergy this is the cheapest synergy you're getting well you're getting i think the other way to look at it as well you're paying was it 105 and 110 so you're paying 215 points yep. for four training slots two force powers like that's another way. So then when you look at the comparison of Dooku, who's um, no training slots, um, I mean, he has a command slot um, and has three force powers, I'm paying 205, is he, these days? Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, and on one activation, not two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, Those two are the same price as Yoda, if you're kitting out Yoda. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And weirdly enough, I think 
I'd still prefer them too. Yoda is amazing. Mm. But I think them too, uh, because of their the way they interact, it's so strong. Well, we haven't touched on that on the uh, other three command cards. That no, yeah, no, so unless that, you could that. take them naked with no command cards. Um, and I already know that Dave Grant's doing this. He is already looking at taking Palp Vader them too. Oh, yeah. disgustingly brilliant! And you can you can fit it in. You take three naked stormtroopers. Yeah, I think he's even got medic. Oh uh, no, he hasn't got medics. He's got. I think only there's a handful of force powers in there. Yep, so the three, so just as an FYI, so all four of them and the three Stormtroopers is, seven, is 712 points. So then yep. you just look, then you just kit out with the force powers and go, yeah. yep, that'll do. Thank you very much. Yeah. And command command hand, I think you basically take Fifth Brothers 2 pip and the rest are all failure. <laughs> Maybe one pat up per team. Uh, no Seven Sister stuff, just trying to think. But versus, no, no I haven't really looked at it, to be honest, I haven't looked at them. I mean, you, I cover, go on, Freddy, if you want to... Yeah, read, let's, let's, them yet. let's get them. So we'll start with the 3-pip. Uh, hide your fear... You hide your fear well. Uh, so Seven Sister and two units. Seven Sister gains demoralize one, while uh, enemy units at range one of Seven Sister are suppressed. They reroll one fewer dice when spending aim tokens. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Um, demoralize one for those interested is when you at the end of your rally step, if you have demoralize, if you have demoralize one or demoralize the keyword, you can pick a unit and it gains X suppression tokens, i.e. one or two, depending on how high your demoralize is. But you only you only target one unit, not all of them. It's not like, and everyone around me gets a suppression. It's just what oh, I'll make you scared, that sort of thing. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Two pip. Uh, unexpected but not unwelcomed. That's fifth brother and seventh sister. When an uh, when a unit is issued an order by this card, it recovers. When seventh sister is attacking a commander or operative unit with a face down order token, during the roll attack dice step, she may gain up to two suppression token. She gains one aim token for each suppression token gained in this way. So the, reco- the recover for me in that one is the big one. If you're taking something like force yeah. push, yeah. Yeah, that's huge. And the one pip, come and prove it. So that's also fifth brother and seventh sister. It says fifth brother and seventh sister gains indomitable and uh, roll one extra die when defending. If seventh sister is declared as the target of an attack while she has a face-up order token, she gains one dodge token. Stupid. (laughs) Why? Why you say stupid, Andy? How many times have you rolled red defense dice and you, you, you're increasing your luck from a 50-50 with no uh, surge tokens or anything like that. So just a, a four up save from uh, so 50% to 66%, I think it is. because It's probably higher, actually. It's probably 75%. Yeah, it'd be 75% to get two. You need one success to block one attack. So if you know that on them chip damages where a rogue crit gets through, uh, all you need to do is roll two defense dice and one's a block. That's all you need, just the one. Um, and then the best part is, if she's got a dodge token, um, she because she does, uh, or she gains a, yeah, she gains a, a dodge token. Then your like your odds of rolling one surge, um, to, like because you're going on a free up save, like stupid percentages. Especially if you're rolling, like someone rolls a massive attack into you, like, yeah, 
I'll roll mm. one extra dice, and if that's a surge as well, that's another damage back to you. Yeah. And it's the whole turn you're rolling that extra defense dice. It's not like Empire needed any more help in general, really, no. is it? As no, no, no. Oh, and don't forget, we've already covered that she can, in, in theory, have infinite defense dice, uh, dodge tokens. Yeah. If, if Fifth Brother just wants to, he can just be like, yeah, I'm just going to take a load of dodge tokens so she can just sit there and I roll extra defense dice and I've got loads of dodge tokens. She'll be completely impossible to, to get through. Like when Vader has his amazing defense turn, it'll be oh, just I as know. bad. I know, yeah. I know, I know. Yeah, how worse. You, yeah. I know how you kill her. I know how you kill her. High velocity snipers. <laughs> but she rolls an extra defense dice still. Can't spend oh, yeah. the dodges, but I, I roll know, two yeah. defense I'm dice. Just, I know, yeah. but I was just being, come on, I was being flippant. Yeah. High velocity, nearly yeah. eight to dodge. Do you want to know how to kill her? Ambam rifle. Auto wounds. Oh, so yeah. Uh, it depends if your Amban <laughs> rifle actually works, isn't that right, Andreas Killy? Um <laughs> So yeah. So the last thing about these inquisitors, I think we need to talk about is the inquisitorious training. <sighs> oh, is it that bad, Andy? <laughs> this, I, I, I think it's really bad from the sense did they really need more help in this faction? Do it, but. Apart from that, I actually think it's very interesting that we, for the first time, have something that can turn off other force powers. Yeah, I've yeah. been wanting my Koratosis B2 droids for a long time, but I haven't gotten them yet. So we're, we're getting closer, but maybe not. Though, uh, so they have a training now, uh, Inquitorious training. So it says this unit gains demoralize one. When a unit at range one exhausts a force upgrade, you may roll a red defense dice on a... a defense or search cancel the effect the upgrade remains exhausted holy shitballs it's and for five points do you know all this needs in my opinion is just the exhaust one time only yeah yeah, yeah. Can do it, yeah. maybe even i'd settle for tapping it yeah because like I can be like, oh, I'm gonna force push you, All right, free up, no, I, and no, then I, yeah. Oh, well, I'll take. I'll go, a, I'll go I'll, if you're Yoda. I'll take the. I'll, I'll take the. I'll better take a dodge then, just in case. No, no, you won't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like, no. There are some things here that I like. I think it's mm -hmm. good that we can move into a meta where force push isn't a guaranteed thing you can always count on, because mm -hmm. I think that makes games boring if it's something that is always guaranteed that I can do this. I think it might be a problem that at the moment only one faction gets access to doing this. I hope they think about other force wielders being able to do something similar, uh, because I think it's a cool, again, design space they're moving into here. So that's... Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not a fan of a force push meta necessarily, but it is uh, normally the one way um, you can the one way you can change this it, not change it but like to make it a, 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 a you you give it as a force power to other other force users, but you make it more expensive than inquisitorious training, therefore making yeah. it them, that kind of thematicy thing so that the inquisitors still have this ability that sort of stuff. Yeah. I think if this was made a force power. Um, instead and even maybe even if it is dark side only or something like or even if it is neutral mm. um i think people will be less annoyed that they've got to buy the inquisitor pack to get that new force power but it then means everyone's got access to it 
Um, because I think the issue with this is it's just been given to a faction that doesn't need help. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Um, and I think that's probably the biggest gripe with it. Um, I think if it if this was, I don't know, two years ago where Empire was struggling before Blizzard Force t- came out, I'd be all over this. I'd be like, oh, yeah, this is how we're going to come into like a, a new Empire meta. But we're mm. in an Empire meta. We're going to come out of an Empire meta for, I don't know, a month maybe at most. And then we're going to come straight back into a strong Empire meta. Yeah. Um, luckily, mm. the only saving grace is Afterworlds. These are Q2. Mm. So uh, that's the only thing I'm really ha- uh, glad about. It will be interesting for certain. Um, and the demoralised one again. That's an interesting yeah. one. I quite like that little thing. Just yeah. chuck that. It's like, I know, we'll try and push demoralised. It's a good keyword for everybody these days. Um, yeah. Anyway, just having a quick play around and theorising with um, some stuff. You could do the two Inquisitors and Cad Bane, Darth Vader, Stormtroopers, and still have still have 150 points spare. Oh, that's mental. That's just, uh, yeah, that's just, uh, that's just silly. Uh, yep. Hang on. Oh, hang on. Wait, stick some Royal Guard in there just to go, oh, you know what? I'll guardian <laughs> the shit out of stuff. Um, yeah, still got, still got 85, 84 points to play with, haven't I? Oh, God. So, um, yeah, there you go. There's the Battle Forces and the Inquisitors uh, that are there. Um, what we haven't mentioned, obviously, is that the new, there are new ca- new models being cast for the original core sets and the original troopers and the original models that came out, which is awesome um, because they need a little bit of... They needed some love, let's be fair. Some of the model quality, because it was early doors in the game, is a little bit sub Not, Nah, I wouldn't say that. It's just not as good as it is now. No, exactly. They've, they've, the faith in the game has been repaid, so now they can actually afford yeah. to make some better sculpts, which was Do you want cool. my hot take on that? Uh, I'm worried about this now. Mm. Go on. The new core set with the new sculpts. Version 2. Is gonna, yep. It's going to be... I, I think that is going to be the official point of 2.0. That kind of makes... And you know what? I yeah. would kind of think that's fair. And I don't think yeah. it would be a bad thing. No, neither would um, Because they said, what, them sculpts for Q1 2025, was it? Yep. Yeah. Um, so Legion's been out for five, so it'll be seven years. Um, and I think most competitive players would agree that there could be a rebalancing from scratch um, uh, from that point onwards. Like mm-hmm. it, all, all the core units got redone, like... Just the unit cards, like just do it as a unit pack kind of thing. Here we go, new season just, version two. Just do it in the FFG spirit, AMG. Like, let's still be able to use all our minis and bases, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Please, I, I, I don't want GW approach. <laughs> no, where we're, we're going to impose new uh, Primaris Space Marines, and then we're going to eventually, ten, five years later, drop the word Primaris, and they're now just called Space Marines. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, I don't want that approach. I think old minis, if I still got them, because I ain't repainting bloody minis. It's like, I, <laughs> there's people who will, and hats off to you. But um, Ollie Dyer ain't painting a single mini ever again, let's be honest. <laughs> I don't think you paint any of the battle, anything else if it's not Battle Force or Luke, or Luke DLTs, if I'm honest. He didn't even paint the Luke DLTs. Well, oh, that should be it. That's it. You should lose all his points for that now. <laughs> 
never mind. <laughs> anyway, um, so that's the Battle Forces and what's coming up. Uh, 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 and anything else? Have I missed anything? Should, yeah, should we just uh, just quickly tell everybody about the extra new units we saw that we didn't see anything but models from, like oh, the crab yeah. droid, like I'd, the I'd crab forgot. droid. Yeah, I'd forgotten about that. <laughs> like the crab droid. I'd forgotten about that. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm just very excited for crab droids. I have eight of them, so uh, <laughs> uh, I use them for. We do a big diorama every year for a sci-fi convention with Legion, um, so we have that and Hellfire droids and everything like that. So I'm very excited for crab droids. Um, yeah, um, and I think maybe somebody is excited for Republic Commandos. Nope. No one here. Not here. Okay. Nope. Cool. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Tom. Tom's quite excited about Delta Squad. I, yeah. I. I would look forward to seeing that. I would be interested in what their stat line is. I hope maybe they maybe they have two health each with red dice. That'd be quite nice. It's a three man unit and then one extra is a heavy something like that. That'd be quite I think nice, they it? kind of hinted at it was going to be what's the key uh, loadout keyword. Uh, yeah, the... but they also said all the units would have interchangeable uh, weapons, so you could like kit it out with different weapons per model or something like that. That's how okay. I understood it at yeah, least. Yeah, all right. So it's oh, more let me show that. You can go. I'll have this. I'll have this with Pierce one. I'll have this with Scout. Yeah, this with... I think so. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I mean, you at least could model them with all the models with the different weapons and stuff like that. They said so. Maybe that'd there's be, that'd be quite like cool. like like Clan Ren ish, but with just weapons. And... Yeah, maybe they do it as like you can equip five configs. Yeah. Well, uh, or if there's five models in the squad, you get you could, and it's essentially like five heavy weapons. I look forward to having that many cards on my side of my t- side of my table going. <laughs> yeah. oh, which one is it now? Thank you very much. That sort of thing. I can never remember the name of it. What, what are the ones from Han Solo? Because they also got shown as muck, well. Muck, muck troopers. No, mud, no, not mud. No, the ones on the train. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, hang on. Are they not the? Not... I thought it was no, like Mimbam or something. No, because they're, they're the mud no. troopers. But yeah, on Han Solo, where they're doing the train robbery, um, and the ones who clamp themselves to the train. Emphis. No, that's not Emphis. No, that's the rebels. Oh. I think they're called range troopers. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Give, um, them, a, give them a name and slap trooper at the end of it. Do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, like, I mean, I, I think the sculpts are amazing. Um, I'm just not quite sure what they're going to do that isn't already in the army. Yeah. <laughs> I hope something else shows up in the meantime before we see that. There's oh, other no. things I, w- I would be more excited about. Yeah, I was going to say, oh no, yeah, another thing. Yeah. Bloody Empire. Jesus mm. Christ. Yeah, again. But I think they said like that, that the crab droid and stuff. Did they even put a date on them? Or... No. No. So we're probably looking at Q4 to Q5. Uh, Q5? Q5? Yeah, Q5. (laughs) 2025. So when when our potential version 2 comes out. Potentially. Yes, that's cool. Well, that's the end of Mini Stravaganza review. Uh, Now moving on to uh, recent events. Now we did LGT, obviously it was last week, uh, which Andy, you you ran and Chris Reese won and prizes were won and people rolled dice and all this sort of stuff, but before that, there was another tournament run by the man who has joined us for today's podcast. Now, Rene, I didn't actually like give you that little chance to introduce yourself at the beginning of the show <laughs> because I completely forgot. So, tell us a bit about yourself. <laughs> tell us a bit yeah. about yourself and how long you've been playing Legion and um, all that stuff. Go on, go for it. 
yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm Rene. I live here in the northern part of Denmark. Uh, I've been playing Legion since two weeks before it came out. There was a demo set at a store, so we went and played it several times a week before it came out. So I've been on board since day one. Uh, actually, day minus 14, I think. So um, so I've been here all, all along. I remember the struggle at first where we were just like four players locally and we tried to get new on and now we're just thriving with a great community. So yeah, that's my Legion stride. I, I came from X-Wing. Uh, I've been out of like miniatures for a long time and then I saw X-Wing pre-painted. I'll never paint miniatures. It was horrible back in the, 90, uh, the 90s. Uh, I couldn't get to how to do it. And then X-Wing brought me back. And then when Legion came, I just had to jump on board with that. So so that's my segue into into where so we are today. I have two questions. Uh, firstly, one is Legion related. The other is not. Uh, which would you like first? The the non-Legion related one. Why is it that whenever we can we get a guest on from Europe, they speak better English than Andy? <laughs> well, I actually do understand what Andy is saying. I think Ollie is a lot harder, so I'm happy he's not here for several Ooh. reasons. That's fine. I think it's because he's because he's he conflicts himself by pretending to be a northern man of the people, yet going to a private school. It's just <laughs> it doesn't. It's just it's like an oxymoron. The north does not approve. No, the, well, I, the north remembers. Yeah, I, I lived in Australia for co for a year and a half, so that probably helps as well. So. Oh, that works out then. That's all yeah. Good. Um. So the second question is: If you, what's your what's your faction? <laughs> I own everything but Empire. Um, I don't own any Empire, but I have all the other factions. But so, I'm mainly playing uh, um, Confederacy of Independent Systems and uh, Rebels. So you're the Danish version of me, except playing CIS instead of Republic. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't own any Empire either. And I, Yeah, but there we go. Yeah. Don't like those space Nazis. So. More for... <laughs> More for, more for us, maybe I think though. Um, so you, so as I said, as I alluded to, you had your um, was it was it the Nordic Open or was it the Danish? No, sorry. no, we we do like a Danish Open where we do like four qualifiers in Denmark yep. for finals, and we had one of them um, two weeks ago. Uh, and then the Nordics is coming up. That's a world qualifier that's coming that's up it. in yeah. January. Yeah. I, so, I, yeah, I get the two sort of. I get them all blended together. So you obviously. What's the scene like in Denmark? Because obviously you've got the close proximity of our German friends, uh, yeah. just to your south. Uh, so people like Finn and Dennis and those guys, they'll they can they can pop over. Whether they have is yeah. a different matter. But yeah. what's it like in Denmark as a scene? Is it fairly competitive? Is it fairly cash? Uh, what, what, what's the what's the crack? We're definitely leaning cash, but I think we we are seeing more and more competitive players. We have. We have three teams going to the VTC in, in Granada in Spain. Uh, they are very competitive and want to do well. So so we're trying to get that up and running. So, so yes, we are definitely competitive, but I think we have a definite cash uh, approach and we make sure that everybody has fun. We always do like all our events. They are always like very, there's no big prize for number one ever. It's more of a, here's the prize pool, pick your choice first. And then a lot of time and we make sure everybody gets something to go home with. So we try to like make sure you can show up with a fun list and still feel like you have a good day, even though you don't, you finish 10th, that's still fine. So, so I think we try to encourage people to bring fun lists as well. So, yeah. 
how how easy is it to this is going to be a very this is probably a question unique to Denmark compared to anywhere else. How easy is it to get our community going? Bearing in mind your country is split up by a few a fair few islands, obviously Copenhagen being separate from the mainland and where you are because you, mm. you you're in northern Denmark. So it's like Alborg, yeah. is that right? Yeah, Alborg. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, look, Danish geography. Look at that. Yeah. Um, so you're up there. I think we've had this conversation, so it works. But anyway, uh, so like how how easy is it? How hard is it to get a community going, given that your country is separated by lots of water? Yeah, it's not a problem. We have bridges, so we don't really do ferries in Denmark. So I don't know if you've heard of those. Um, it's called bridges exist. <laughs> so no, it's a, a, Copenhagen is a four and a half hour drive from me, so it's not that bad. Um, so we can do that quite easily. So we tend to go to each other's uh, events, and then we've made this TO groups where we help each other out. So we bring terrain all over and. And we do these Danish Open ones to make sure we have like bigger tournaments in all parts of Denmark. Uh, we've for a long time not had the biggest community in Copenhagen, but that is definitely growing now. They got some, some, something going on now, so that's really great. Otherwise, it's been the, the main Jutland uh, faction that's been ruling Legion for a while. That's cool. Um, yeah. So, you excited me a few weeks ago, not like that, when you messaged me and said. Hey, you'll like this, and you told me about what was happening at your event. Tell me what. Tell me what you sent me, and made that made me go what? Yeah. So at the Danish Open in Aarhus, which I was attending as a player and not as a TO because we take turns on doing that. Me and a and a Norwegian friend, friend Klaas, had been for a while talking about that Droidikas isn't as bad as everybody wants them to be. So we've been bouncing lists of each other and trying them out in our local metas, and we both we both ended up with very different lists with Droidikas. Uh, he went with some of my suggestions. He, he played the BX uh, Deflector Shield Snipers, for instance, with his. Uh, I ended up going with um, with a Sarge and Bosk for maximum suppression. Uh, and I went to a tournament and I went 3-0. and And at the same weekend, uh, at the Danish Open qualifier, and at the same weekend, Klaas in Norway went 5-0 and at Invasion with Droidikas. So, 8 and 0 for Droidikas that weekend made us very happy and a bit we had a bit of a feeling of uh, mission accomplished uh so so that was really cool um yeah i i the, I, uh, the super huga uh, <laughs> i definitely got a lot of uh, goodwill from everybody around that i actually it was the second tournament i brought them for the danish open i didn't do as well in the first one but trial and error and we got there um so there's definitely something there so the the recent event that you had that was a world a world's ticket qualifier event, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who was the winner? Uh, it was. That's a really good question. Oh, I'm full sorry. Of uh, so I was third. Denny was second, and I think it was Morton who was first. I believe. The question is so that that leads me to my follow up question is um, yeah. how many how many players was it for the event? Twenty four. 24. So does that mean that uh, the man the man who won, will they be going to the States in March next year? Yeah, we believe so. We're, That's cool. yeah, we're trying to make sure that at least we're saying if you don't want to go, don't bring the best list maybe. Don't try to win because we would like some Danish representation at Worlds. We didn't have that last year. So we're definitely trying to get that, and also why we're trying to get everybody to Granada for Team Worlds. Are you confident you'll end up going there in March next year? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because I'm I'm having all the uh, so the next two qualifiers we have in Denmark. I'm actually 
TOing those, or I'm TOing one, and then the Nordic Worlds one is at a big like convention with like ten different games that I'm the main event organizer for. So uh, I'm not going to play there either. So, so I what I'm hearing missed... is you're effectively the Danish Andy. <laughs> yeah, there's all the all the all the organizing, but uh, unable to, without the ability to play too much. Andy, you, yeah. how did you get your ticket in the end, mate? Uh, I've won the store championship. Which one? Which which store? Oh, was the Alpha one? Uh, it was the Alpha. Yeah, yeah, I beat fourteen UK members to win my invite. That was it. I remember now. There we go. But so you guys might be able to know if you are toing all the time, like all yep. the time. Yep. Is there recompense? Nope. From oh, okay, you know what I was about to say. So basically, is there recompense <laughs> from 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 AMG to say, hey, you've been the one who's promoting our game and community. Here's a ticket. Nope. Here's a invite not the plane ticket nothing like that that kind of that, nah, i feel like no. that would be something they could they should look into um i think uh <laughs> i saw a recent discussion on uh one of the discords recently about about that um but i think also i i was approached that potentially of being invited to judge Ooh. but that doesn't tickle my fancy <laughs> but, um, but that uh, would make sense though right if you don't have time to qualify it if you want to experience still completely. judge or now cast or something. what i'm hearing is there so, maybe a chance i could go maybe because i don't no. maybe they'll just let me go do it and judge no. <laughs> <laughs> um i think the if i hadn't got a ticket then i would definitely be biting that hand off for the mm. reason you're saying like to experience the whole of adepticon seeing uh, the worlds and everything like that and still being a part of it um if that it was off- offered and i didn't have a ticket sure um i've got a ticket so uh, no i'm playing <laughs> <laughs> that's very fair it's very fair um do, do you want to hear the most fun part about my experience going 3 and 0 with droidicus I, I really tell me, is it that you didn't lose a single model? No, <laughs> no, no. Of, of but I did, I did, I did win games without killing a single model. Uh, oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. but uh, no. I think the most important, uh, most interesting thing is it was three times key positions, and three times I chose Asarge to have bounty. Oh. And I think that actually won me the game at least is, once. So were you doing the old, were you using the Droidicus to soften up the bounty target and then Asajj goes in and goes Vaughn? I, I only scored the bounty in one. Uh, oh, okay. So that was actually not it. But what I could then, I had my mobile wall, which I was repairing with my worker droids. Uh, and then they didn't have, they couldn't really approach the wall because Asajj could jump out and score if I could soften up the target before. So that make, yeah. made a lot of my uh, opponents very passive. I think I felt like at least so. So that was quite interesting. I think, um, yeah. So yeah. I think, yeah. After playing with Triple this week, I definitely can see how good they can be. Um, I do think they are behind a skill wall. I, I definitely don't think like in the hands of Cockles they're going to be any good. Um, but. We'll make them good cuckolds. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> hey, you've, you've tried it, you failed miserably. Yeah. Um, but I think in the right hands, I definitely think, um, like, obviously yourself for going 3-0 and and um, the the other guy who went 3-0 at a different tournament. Yeah. Um, I, 5-0, I can, but yeah. No, 5-0, so yeah, he did. Um, I, I definitely can see how they function. As you say, if you're playing key positions, all right, I'm just going to focus one unit after it's activated, you're now panicked, you can't score. 
So yeah. that's like denying it. And in theory, you can also panic and score with them as well. Mm-hmm. Like get onto the key position and panic something. Um, yeah. You've got displacement on there as well. Uh, yeah, because they're yeah. ground vehicles. And you can, can block them off from reaching key positions by rolling them in in turn six or five. So they can yeah. actually get into the key position point. And they can't they can't move. Yeah, so I, yeah. I think, as I say, I think that opens up a lot of high skill stuff. Mm. Um, but I also did see this week um, how fragile they can be. Yeah. Um, if they are focused, they are a wet noodle. Like they... <laughs> yeah, I often actually did not uh, aim. I would shoot and then back off so they wouldn't get a good shot back. Um, That's, yeah, yeah. That's really yeah. sensible. So, and you really need to be very careful with your placement of your troopers behind the droidicus to make sure how you fit them around when you're moving them. So it takes a lot of games to figure out how to place your other troops to make yeah. sure you're not hindering your droidicus. So and yeah. to get yeah to maximize the efficiency of both yeah. the, the the gun line and the the droidicus. And I, and I think that again comes under the skill cap part caveat. Mm. Um, it's not something you can just pick up like a Blizzard Force and do well with. I think it's definitely something that takes reps. Mm-hmm. Uh, more on the experimental droidicus at some point in the future when I actually play some games i I, don't get me wrong republican rebels i'll still be doing the stuff when i get a chance but just i want Mm -hmm. to prove a point i want to make them make them a thing make droidicus great again uh there's someone make droidicus great again that sort of thing um anyway uh so uh obviously we'll keep in touch rene have you just we're going to talk about events in a bit but have you seen that uh there is a, an events app that you can use called Legion Legion Events, uh, Legion Events app, uh, where you can look up local Legion events um, that exist in your country or area. Yeah, I believe it was start, started in the UK, right? It might have because, been. Yeah, I can't because claim, I can't claim any credit for me for me being involved in the creation of that. That was Jeff and okay. Elliot. But uh, those guys, uh, if you, I, I believe our world qualifiers in on there actually. Excellent. Well, we're going to talk events in a bit, but before we do, we have a fun little thing. Rene, this next bit may mean nothing to you unless you're into American football. And are you into American football? I used to be, but that was in the Dan Marino days. So that's a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) So this next five minute section is maybe seven uh, is just purely for the, for, for those who have uh, some interest in our little charity league that I started up with the other content creators that exist in the Legion world. Um, So background story reached out. I'm a big American football fan, sports fan in general, to be fair. Uh, and I reached out to lots of content creators and said, "Hey guys, let's uh, let's uh, let's make a charity league where the winner can have lots of have everyone everyone else donate to their charity of choice." And lots of people said yes. And people from we've got LJ from, who runs the Discord, uh, the guys from Legion ninety nine, uh, the Fifth Trooper guys, Stabcast guys, uh, Bombard General, all, all all of them, lots of people, and. What I find hilarious about this is that in fantasy sports, it's there's always an element of luck. And boy, do we have someone who's got an element of luck in there. Pure skill, boy. Mate, who the hell is advising you that has allowed you to win five games, to, 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 to win four games and lose one? Who is advising you? Uh, his name goes by um, Dobbins. Dobbins. That man, yep. No, it's not Dobbins. My quarterback, who is he? he Dobbs. Is, uh, He's Dobbs. Advi- Jay Dobbs. So, so the question I just ask you is, who's advising yeah. you? And you just said an actual player. 
Yep, Jay Dobbs. That <laughs> jo- man is an absolute legend. Josh Joshua Dobbs. Uh, uh, you know what? If any, if you, I've got, if you, I've got his number. Me and him. That's it. We you quite, are. You two are quite tight, yeah. Oh, we're well tight. <laughs> I look I mean, for. I, I look couldn't for, even tell you what team he plays for, but we're well tight. Let me let me, <laughs> let me let me guess. Are you a fan of deserts? Uh, no, because no. they're quite. They've got sand, and it's quite coarse. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't like sand. He's from. He 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 plays for the Arizona Cardinals. Um, oh, that's nice of him. Yeah. So, <laughs> right, your man there expected to do absolutely nothing, and has actually done really really well. But it's just oh, the fact he's that he's a legend. It's the fact that you've got other players who are just out, overperforming and outperforming the rest of your team, which makes me laugh hilariously. So, um, just... who else is a really good player? Go on, AJ Terrell, and I. And I you took... that I took him and I've put him on the field every single round, and I think only one of them, one week, he scored me no points because he didn't get put, put on the pitch. No, that's and it's funny. He has scored loads of points. Do you even know? Do you even know what position he plays? Uh, or, or, or who I don't he, even know what or IDP he is. For. He plays IDP. Jesus Christ! That means he's an individual <laughs> defensive player. He plays cornerback. So basically, he's the he's the one stopping a wide receiver trying to catch a ball, right? Atlantis. Sorry, Atlantis. Yeah, <laughs> ATL. That's right, Atlantis. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you've watched Futurama, it does turn into Atlantis, <laughs> but it's Atlanta. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, be, that might be the one. There's, I mean, some, some. I'd love it if someone in, in Atlanta is listening and goes, "Hey, we're from the last city of Atlanta now. That's the <laughs> land of Coca-Cola, and it's also an airport hub." Um, is that still the Falcons? It is the Falcons, yeah. Okay, uh, so he's there. So, the fa- but I do love that you put you have uh, AJ Terrell uh, uh, as your as in your team. But what I was going to go to, so um, we're all playing in pairs. Ollie is your teammate. Ollie is, uh, let's see where Ollie is doing. What's his team name? Where is he? Uh, Ollie is currently in second in the MOV division. Yeah. So I divide, there's two divisions, the strength of schedule division and the margin of victory division, (laughs) which I thought was just hilarious. Uh, he is, uh, he is second in, he's playing in my division, which is quite funny. And we'll play against each other at some point. He is one, three games, lost two. The current leader of, um, the MOV division, who is four and one, uh, one four lost one, is Birdland fan, who is representing. If I bring up the Discord, uh, don't switch the thing. Where is he? I need to bring it up because I wrote down who's who, so I remember. I'm glad you did because I don't know who. Oh, I mate, I, I had to because I needed to. It was it, because otherwise I'd forget. Um, I even did an I even did an Excel spreadsheet because I thought I better do this just because I'll lose the. Um, Oh, yeah. who owes what money? Exactly. No, well, that, no, no, well, not that, but the, no, just so I, because I, I was like, right, I'll lose where all the chat is. Uh, and so I thought I'd better make a, uh... did I just hear a dog? Yeah, that's mine. Is that your dinner? It's <laughs> barking at me to finish <laughs> up and eat. That was my Ollie diet homage to you having you eating a dog joke. Um, Birdland fan, where is he? Birdland fan, Birdland fan, Birdland fan. Now your he division's is. full of losers. No, he's from Inglorious Blasters. So he's, ah, doing, right. he's doing really well there. My division's full of losers. So uh, my division, by that you mean it's uh, Inglorious Blasters, Ollie. Look, it's like your your top team is four and one. The rest of you all three and twos. Where yeah. my division, the top player is five and zero, oh, and the, uh, then there's four of us four and one. Right now, come on, you're so... you're full of losers. And I think didn't we already get paired and I beat you as well? You and me. 
Yeah. Are you it sure does, about that? Yeah, it does. It does cross divisions technically. It does cross divisions. Where are we then? Yeah. So week, I think we played week, week three. No, week one. So week one, I played. Week one, I lost to Evan Paul. Yeah. Week two, I beat uh, Tim. Tim, yeah. Tim, 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 Stabcast slash Fifth Trooper slash Can't Decide uh, which podcast he's on. Uh, uh, on the new one, week four. Then, uh, yeah. All right, maybe we've not played that. We have maybe zooming ahead. Our our matchup is in so that's not seven number eight. I'm just looking to see when you and me are going to play. In. Yeah, I, I I look forward. I play Keegan in week eight, so that's gonna be fun. Uh, week nine, no uh, ten. Ten. Oh, yeah. I'm jumping ahead. We're miles apart. We might not be playing for a while, you know, mate. Oh, I play. That's it. Yeah. Week week thirteen. Oh, that's that's going to be the big one. <laughs> Unlucky for some, and at the moment, the, and it does give you a nice little ping about projections. At the moment, yep. it says you've got a fifty-five percent chance of winning, but then that's. I went, I went through all the weeks, and the current projections, I lose four. <laughs> right. You know that you know that's adjusted by the fact that when you change your players around, mm. and yeah, yep, and I change them weekly. I'm looking at. I'm just looking at your big scorers, mate. On that uh, that week, so Stefan Diggs, who's your who's your major wide receiver, Who? he's off that week. He's not playing. He's on bye. Yeah, he's going to be gone by then. Yeah, uh, he's he's on he's on bye. He's not going he's not going to score you any points. He's going to get you nothing. He's going to get you bugger all, mate. Uh, this is this. I tell you what, this is some really shit trash talk. I tell you that, mate. Um, but other than PG. that, yep. Um, <laughs> we've lost that PG rain ages ago. Um, but do you know what though? I don't mind if I lose to you, as long as I don't lose to Ollie. Yep. That's the key thing there. <laughs> Have you played Haslam yet? Uh, I can't my, remember. My partner. Uh, yeah, so. I don't think so. I don't think I have yet. I would have. I think I would have remembered if I had. Uh, that's cool. I don't know when I play. I, I, I don't. I don't know when I play Ollie yet. Uh, so I need to. It's quite a while away, I think. I, but anyway, the yeah. charity league goes well. The current leader is. Um, yeah, the current leader is uh, Rex Devara, uh, also known as. Da, 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 da. Get my crib sheet out. Where is he? Where are you? He's Peregrine. I think. He's Peregrine on. Uh, he's Peregrine on on the Discord. And he's partnered oh, yeah. up with. He's partnered up with um, LJ, and he plays a lot of fantasy football because he's in about another two league two leagues I'm in as well. So he knows his stuff. So I expect him to do quite well. But either way, their charity as well. Is I think it's the Wounded Warriors project. So if they win, they're going to earn uh, lots of money for their Wounded Warriors project over in the states as well. Remind me, what was yours, Nonny's uh, charity? Was it was it Macmillan? Uh, wasn't it? I think so. It's yeah. either that or a dog shower. I'd feel like that's a worry if it's a dog shower. To be honest, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I hope you yeah. win. But there's lots of other charities. So my, so my, but so just to reiterate, my charity is the uh, Joshua Tarrant Trust, which is a local charity for. Uh, that supports uh looks after children with uh, brain tumors um and 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 the like uh so that's that's mine and matt aslam's chosen charity and it's local here as well actually it's based in uh in haverhill as well which is the town i live in so that's all good but there's loads of other things there the the um keegan keegan's charity of choice uh with with nick bodnar is the trevor project over in the states then there is and i can just i'm gonna find out more because i've got here look Wounded Warriors Project is another one. Uh, da, 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 da. But only one of them wins all the money. Yeah, only one. <laughs> uh, but there's an extra bit on this. Me and me and me and Matt Haslam and the Stabcast guys actually have a little extra on ours because we gave each other a load of shit. Because they said, "What does an English guy know about American football?" And then I've gone and beaten one of them, I think already, or Matt Haslam might have beaten one of them. 
which is pretty handy. Uh, oh, Brendan from Inglorious Blaster, uh, Inglorious Blasters. His um his charity is Four Paws for Ability, which I'm going to assume is a dog char- dog support charity for those who have disabilities. But I'm not going to let you anywhere near that, mate. <laughs> um, Meeples for Peoples is another one for from Zeus Juice and Seth. Um, is another charity supported there. Uh, Doctors Without Borders is the other one that is being supported by um, Tim and Evan Paul, uh, which as being as uh, Evan is uh, a doctor, uh, kind of close to his heart, I imagine. So lots of um, worthwhile charity causes that if you are interested and you are have the ability to donate and you want to be supportive of our charitable causes, head to their websites. Just If you're willing to, wanting to, able to, donate to their charity their charity and stick it and say this is because a bloke from a podcast told me to do that and go through there um more on that as the season goes on because at some point you and me will meet and there'll be some absolute banter flying about then i imagine um renee sorry about that mate we had to talk about that because uh it just needed to be spoken about um events is the last thing before we round up and uh, and go on there um before my voice also goes as well you might be able to tell my voice has started slowly <laughs> degraded as the podcast has gone on. Um, Andy, tell us about your events that you know of uh, going on in your area and and in the UK going on, please. Yeah, I've had a, a few people reach out and ask for um, shout outs. Um, so um, Battlefields um, are hold, holding a store championship. Um, I believe they've only got uh, two uh, spots left for their event in South Wales. Um, they've been awaiting a, a shout out um, since I forgot last last week. <laughs> um, the the events on the twenty first of October, um, and it's at Firestorm Games um, in Cardiff. Um, so yeah, there's two spots left to get them to sixteen tickets. Uh, obviously, we want all of them uh, store championships to be a minimum of sixteen people. So please try and uh, make that possible for them. That would be make one person very happy. The other fifteen not so. Um, I've also been reached out to um, for oh, bah, 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 bah. it is uh, for November uh, the 18th of November at Battleground Gaming in the UK. Um, they've got a 800 point game as they're, they're starting their Legion scene up. Um, so uh, Kathy has asked for a big shout out for that. Um, again, um, it'd be good to uh, grow that uh, scene and get more shops running in more events, which is all good for everyone. Um, unfortunately, I think I won't be able to attend either. Uh, just a little bit too far on my radio uh, for my travel, but it'd be nice to see or hear from some of you uh, podders uh, traveling to either of them two events. I think the one uh, you mentioned about in Wales is actually quite imp- yeah. important because we haven't seen much going on in Wales in general. No, that um, I, I believe... know of, that I can recall. I, I remember. I think we were spoke. I think we spoke about it before in the past, saying I can't believe mm. Wales hasn't got much going on. Um, so it's good to see that that's actually coming up. Yeah, I think there was quite a few. Uh, I've been speaking to, I think, at least two people from Wales. I'm, I'm sure there's more than two people who live there, <laughs> but um, two people this week alone. So Ian obviously is, uh, was the guy who uh, made me do the shout out, and then someone else was uh, contacting me regarding the team championships. Um, he was looking to join a team or at least get a team running for Wales itself. So um, there's definitely a scene there. Um, I just think they're a, a little bit spread out, which sounds about right for Wales, really. 
Um, but Cardiff, obviously being a city, seems sensible that they've got uh, events going on. Um, Cardiff's a city. It's a pretty yeah. big bloody city, mate. It's a capital. <laughs> yeah, capital of Wales, though, isn't it? Well, but and just like that, all of our Welsh followers switched <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> they're so already up in they're arms. They're sitting there going, shout they're like, oh, I'm not bloody listening to that bastard on that show again. There we go. Um, <laughs> any more that you have? Um, uh, my store championship, I believe, sold out while we were recording. Um, for Milton Keynes, it was at the end of the month. Um, and I'm trying to sort out the one in Peterborough. We're looking at either doing November or December or even January. Um, I it was meant to be in October, but I um I cancelled it due to make I want to make sure we get the full 16 minimum. Um, so just due to the time spans, I kind of postponed it. Cool, cool, cool. But yeah, keep it keeping air out. I'll be p- posting that and flooding that out everywhere for all of you Cambridge lot to hopefully attend. We'll see what we we'll Make it in January because I can. I might be able to attend. <laughs> no jokes. <laughs> no, do it. Do it. Do it when you can do it, mate. You're the. Uh, you're the mm. I saw what happens there. Um, other ones just from mine. From my just me chucking out there. I just decided to jump onto the Legion Events app website and to see what was there. And I will click on one that is near me. Saturday the second of December. Stanton, Barry Snevins, Alpha Games, ten to ten till six thirty. That'll be there. Let's go. Where else? Uh, let's go. Hey, let's go up here, Glasgow. Uh, Glasgow and District Wargame Society uh, Sunday 5th of November they've got an event going on there if you click on the when you click on there on the Legion Events app uh, button there is a fa- link to the Facebook event it'll tell you more about that uh, there that'll do oh look you've got one here on the one here Barnstable down the south down right in the southwest in Devon uh, Saturday 11th of November down there look this app is perfect for people to use um, Rene yeah, Tommy, what have you got going on, mate? Yeah, we have a few things coming up. So we have this Danish Open Series, which are all store championships we're running there. So we have one coming up here on the 22nd of October in Copenhagen. Uh, that's in Faro's Cigars, which uh, if you're ever in Copenhagen, you need to go see that. If you're a geek, they have the awesome, uh, some really awesome stores, theme stores. Uh, but they're there on 22nd. Then in November, we're in Aarhus, Denmark, uh, the 12th. 11 and 12 for uh, Ascon there, which is a big one with several different games as well. And I have a small store championship in Aalborg in December. That was the only time that was left because, yeah, so 9th of December. And then the big one where most of you guys might be interested that's listening is a world's qualifier in Aalborg. Uh, that's for the Nordic Tabletop Showdown. It's happening in January. Um, and we are hosting it in Aalborg the 13th and 14th of January. We're already at 40 players, so there's not that many tickets left. So if you're uh, thinking about that could be something for you, it should be the last possibility, I believe, to secure a ticket uh, in Europe, uh, I believe, because LVO is the week after, if I remember correctly. So yeah, that's a big one. We have world qualifiers in Legion and in Amarda. Um, and we also have like team champion uh, team tournaments in 40k. We have team tournaments in Middle Earth. We play X Wing. We play Crisis Protocol. We play Song of Ice and Fire. All sorts of different things. Now, if anyone is considering going over to Denmark to play, um, is does Oldborg have an airport? Yes, international okay. airport, and it's very easy to to get there and to the city. Um, so if if you want have any questions, I would recommend 
reaching me, uh, reaching out to me on Discord, or simply joining our Danish Facebook community. It's just Star Wars Legion Denmark. So that's Denmark with an A because that's Danish way of saying it. That's so the, that's uh, the correct way of saying it for you guys because you're <laughs> from there. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so that could be could be a place to come and ask about the events. There's also a website uh, that I'm trying to get out there once in a while if there's anybody. But it's in Danish. But you know what? Google Translate works pretty well if you're an English person as well. And that's it. Be be more cultured. Learn languages, people. Um, talking of learning languages, if you want to attend Ollie's event uh, that he's running uh, in November, it's the TNM event um, that he's running at Kingdom Gaming in on the twelfth of November. Eleventh uh, to the twelfth. Eleventh and twelfth of November. Thank you. I knew it was that. Word. I was going to start trying to remember. Um, so he, we've got tickets to that. Um, I'll reach out to Ollie uh, via uh, our That's No Moon Facebook page and he'll be able to sort you out with tickets on there and give you any other information that you may require. Other events. Now I'm going to do, because Andy's done the UK, Vane's done the, um, the the Danish stuff, I'm going to spread to the world and I'm going to go on, again, legionevents.app and look, and I'll go, oh, look, here we go. The Netherlands. Amsterdam, Saturday, 18th of November, Sunday, 19th of November, Amsterdam, the World's Open Qualifier in Den- in Holland. So if you want to go to Holland and have a good night out and play Legion, that's on there. You'll be sure to see various cool people. I think it's Matthias Pels is the guy who's doing, who runs it. I might, hopefully I'm pronouncing his name right, as well as uh, Kev Jones will probably be there and Tim Jansen and various others there. Uh, if going further afield into December in Germany. If you go to which I is that, is that Berlin? Yes. If you go to Berlin, Saturday second of December. If you wanted to go over to Berlin, play Legion, and then see some Christmas markets. There you go. Saturday second of December. Or if you want to be a bit warmer, you can go down to sunny Spain. And uh, oh, well, this is in February. What's happening in February? You ask. It's the World Team Championships. Uh, Saturday fifth of February. Uh, and Sunday, fourth of February, down in Granada near Malaga, uh, at the at the at the south at the south of Spain. Lastly, because we don't talk about it too much, and I'd like to hear from them though, is Italy, Milan, uh, World's Open Qualifier Saturday again. If you're not going to Holland, if you're not going to the Netherlands, sorry, you can go to Italy and go to Milan and go and play on the Saturday, eighteenth of November, Sunday, nineteenth of November. And um, what's handy here is they've even put a little thing here saying. Best direct flight is London Gatwick to Milan Linate via EasyJet. Um, so that's an idea. I'd suggest maybe not flying from Luton if you're coming out of the UK at the moment, uh, or at least don't leave your car there. I don't know if anyone's heard. Um, the Luton Airport car park basically burned down. So I do not want to be the insurance collector at Luton Airport for that. That was uh, pretty big news, that one. It's pretty big. Um, that's our roundup for events. Andy, as you've said, the flights are 100 quid. I assume, was that for the Italy thing? Or was that to the Netherlands thing? Or to Aalborg? That was to Aalborg. There you go. Um, yeah, flights for £100. Uh, flying out on the Friday, coming home on the Monday. Uh, so I'm just... Uh... And we have accommodation at the venue. That's quite cheap as well. So And there's you know breakfast there. And we'll... Yeah. I don't yep, know what yep, I, yep. I, I don't know what I want for Christmas. But maybe I can just say to the missus and the family, just say, just give me some cash to get me some tickets there. That's all I'm going to ask for now. <laughs> I know the wife listens, so you know you could wrap it up for us, love. <laughs> so many jokes just popped. To so many jokes. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and there's one thing here. There's there's like 24 tickets left, 
And if you guys hurry up and we don't tell the Germans, there aren't any Germans signed up yet. So quickly, sign up. It doesn't matter because they're, they're rubbish anyway. I mean, uh, Chris oh. knocked them all out last time around. So. <laughs> okay, we don't want the UK players either then. Uh, want... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't want Ollie there, mate. That's all you do. Uh. Yeah. Me and Andy, we're, we're safe. You've, you've hung out with us. You've had drinks with us after LGT a few years mm. ago. You know we're safe. <laughs> It's not that you're not safe. It's just we would like someone from the Nordics to actually go to work. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I totally understand it. I actually completely yeah. feel on board with that sentiment. Uh, <laughs> nah, but that's cool. We love we love having foreigners. Uh, we have, of course, a lot of Danes, a lot of Swedes, Norwegian already. We have Polish people. We have Kevin signed up. Kevin yep. Jones. Oh, Kev. Oh, yeah. Game to get, 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 get him to take to get take him to a karaoke bar. Get him to do his rendition of. Um, we, in, I sent songs. him to a karaoke bar last year when he was there, and uh, no one else showed up. We were late, so they left before we got into the party place. Oh, so, so they, that literally, was... they literally did enjoy the silence then? Yeah, I think so. I don't oh. know. Uh, uh, yeah, so we're thinking about doing like a social where everybody goes, and then we just array, uh, we do it ourselves instead of sending out people into the city. So we'll right. just do something where we can go crazy for cheaps. Tune in next time to see if Cockles has to ask has managed to persuade his missus to let him go to Denmark for a weekend next year. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Anyway, this has been your um That's No Moon um mini stravaganza review, uh Danish review and potential events going on everywhere review thing going on. Um I'm Cockles and my voice is starting to go, but I'm gonna get Andy, if people want to reach out to you and you ignore them, where do they do that? Uh usually on Facebook. Um, you can find me as Andrew Terrell, um, or you can find me on the Discord with AJST, uh, and I've got the TNM and Fifth Trooper tags and MKGT tags all over me. Um, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, literally, reach literally out. written with a sharpie. Yep, uh, reach out. Um, I tend to, if I'm busy, then I, uh, there's a bit of a delay in replying, but I always try and reply back to you. If I don't, poke me twice. Interesting way of saying that. Uh, Rene, um, thank you for being on the show. How have you found it? It was good. It was good. I just, um, it was fun hanging out with you guys. I'm, um, I, pre- I appreciate that. It was a late call coming on. Added to yeah, yeah, I had to like rush home from doing stuff for the missus, uh, laser cutting things for Halloween. And I was Marvel. like, I'm coming home now. I'm not done. You'll get it some other day. Added to that, it's also quarter past 11 here. So I mean, it's quarter past midnight your way. So I yeah. appreciate the late night staying up for yourself. We did go, we have done an epic two hour show, even though we said that we then we'll do this nice quickly. But there we go. Um, if people want to contact you about um, going to Alborg or Denmark in the future to, for events or just casually meet up and having a beer, how, how yeah. might they reach out to you? How can they find you if you wish to yeah. let them know? Yeah, yeah. On Discord, I'm normally uh, the cat guy in all the Discords. That's me. Um, and on Facebook, is probably where I'm the easiest to get a hold of. It's just Rene Skull. It's a skull, but with an A. <laughs> so uh, that's uh, you can always look me up. I'll reply to everybody because nobody wants to write me anyway. So if if you actually do, I'll probably reply. And you are a member of our That's No Moon Patreon Patreon yeah. Patreon uh, Discord Club. Yeah. That is that uh, you 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 are. A a follower and a supporter and then in our discord and so yeah if anyone yeah. wants to have a chat with you in there they can and they can find out yeah. more about how your amazing droidicus work um yeah. i'm cockles you can find me cockles faulkner on facebook discord twitter and anywhere in the world because as i am to quote chesney hawks i am the one and only um 
yeah and that's about it really if you have any questions about events going on want to let us know about anything um please let us know and i'm very much like this guy here and uh, this is a little email we had from i'm going to assume he's called vragen or vragen uh so i can't realize it said dear that's no moon team i hope this email finds you well my name is jure and i reside in arnhem where I am actually actively involved in a local Legion community throughout my work at the local Legion game store. I want to re reach out to you because I'm an enthusiast of the Legion game myself and recently had the pleasure of hosting some Legion events in our store. It was an incredibly enjoyable experience. The email goes on to explain more things and things about in things going on in the Netherlands, but if you want to contact us, you can contact us at uh, uh, on our email address, which we actually have, and I forget to advertise each time. That's, that's nomoonpod at gmail.com, and you can let, let us know events um and all sorts of things if you want to criticize uh constructively anything that we do on the show please feel free to let us know and uh, and all that sort of stuff um yeah that's it thank you for listening to the show uh we look forward to normal service resuming somehow uh in two weeks time when the next show back goes back on maybe ollie's back maybe tom's back maybe andy's not here i probably will be here but my voice will sound a lot better thank you very much goodbye <laughs> You've been listening to That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast. To keep up to date with us, please like and follow us on Facebook, That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast, and Instagram, That's No Moon podcast. 